Rabbit was Saltwater Cowboy by the uh, Kimberley Indigenous group Pigram Brothers. And the story actually is about the pearl luggers of Broome. And our long-form interview tonight is in fact a series of interviews related to Carolyn Jasinski's recent trip through the Kimberley by special four-wheel drive coach, by plane, by helicopter, numerous boats and also on foot. Carolyn loves a chat and she spoke to three of the couples who were also on her trip to discover their highlights of their outback northwestern experience. She also spoke to the tour expert to get his take on the trip. In the end, she discovered lots of people go for lots of reasons. And while Carolyn had seen some of the region from her own RV a couple of years back, to get to the heart of things, you need an expert with the right equipment because the roads are rough and the water's crocodile infested. Carolyn Jasinski, you are back from the wilds of the Norwest and the crocodile didn't have any bit of you. No, not a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even. I did pass a lot of crocodiles. <laughs> you didn't dip your toe in the water. No, no, right. no. I've, I've lived in Cairns long enough to know that the uh, the ocean and even the waterways are just not for me. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> now, I love the way you cover these stories for us up uh, in parts far flung, not parts foreign necessarily in this case, <laughs> but. Um, you love, a, you love a chat, and I've said before on air that you'd talk to a lamppost if you thought it would answer you. You'd stuff a microphone in its face. But you've chatted to, you give us the voice of the people. And so you've chatted to three different couples, people who were on the yeah. trip with you in the Kimberley in the northwest of Australia. And they all brought a slightly different perspective to the trip that they'd enjoyed, even though you, you all had the same coach you had the same sort of accommodation you ate and drank the same stuff but it's interesting how different people see it differently isn't it oh look at yeah I, and I try to do that because sometimes I get so wrapped up in what I'm doing that you know I love it for various reasons or I don't like it for other reasons but it's always nice to get the other side so I like to talk to people after it takes a few days to convince them that I'm not going to do an in-depth interview with them um, that it's just a lovely chat and um, but then it's really nice to get their reaction because if you just ask the right questions they, they it is just like having a talk and they were all so different there were 16 people on our on our trip uh, it was on an outback spirit tour across from Darwin to Broome so it's the top end of Australia mm. and the variations in what people loved and thought was their highlight was just incredible so the first yeah. uh, first person you spoke to was Wendy, is that right? That's right, Wendy and Janet. They were a couple of single ladies. Wendy, what was your highlight? Well, I came on this tour because uh, it's been... I'd originally done trips through the Kimberley, but we didn't get to the Mitchell Falls or Plateau. So that was going to be my mission on this tour. And yes, got there and it just blew my mind away. Yeah, it was... We've had quite a few moments where we've looked at each other when we get to places. And we just take a deep sigh and go, oh, my goodness... It's just the most amazing scenery, isn't it? Amazing scenery, um, history, and yeah, everything. Colours, yeah, the whole works. The whole works. And to be with a guide like Justin, and uh, I love travelling with guides because you learn so much more 
but Justin just had his finger on the pulse of everything, didn't he? Yeah, everything. And 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 what he didn't know, he went and found out. Yes. And yes. you know, two or three days later, when you get more reception, <laughs> internet reception, he'd come back and surprise you with the answer to to things that you've asked him days ago, wouldn't he? Exactly. Yeah. Totally yeah. agree with yeah. you. No, he was an amazing guide who. Looked after everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So we've got 16 people on our tour from all sorts of walks of life, um, so diverse, and we've all got on really well. And we've travelled, just to give you an idea, we've gone from Darwin, we flew from Darwin to the Mitchell Plateau, saw the Mitchell Falls, stayed at Nabudu, the Outback Spirit Resort. We then travelled down to Drysdale Station, which was a rough, rough and rugged road and my my fellow travellers all got to fly on a plane to Kununurra and I chose to stay on the bus with Justin because I wanted to experience the journey but from Kununurra we had four days there, we went out to El Questro Emma Gorge, we saw the Bungle Bungles, there's so much we've done isn't there? Janet absolutely. What was your favourite part? Well before I came on the trip I thought the highlight would be the, the Bungle Bungles. I've always wanted to see them since I first heard about them. But there's so much, they were outstanding. They were everything I imagined. But so many other things were just fantastic. I cannot get over the beautiful skies contrasting with sometimes green foliage and then the red dust. And the strength of those three bands of colours is beautiful in I just stunning. can, can yeah. look and look and look at it and now being in Broome there's another layer and that's the beautiful water the colour oh, of the, the water the turquoise water. it is gorgeous it is stunning it's yeah. just beautiful vision after beautiful vision and the, the gorges the, they're just majestic they're so big so old big up here isn't it big and bold and old old so different yeah and the sparse population adds to it. It's just everything is a treat. And my favourite place to stay, I think, was Savannah Lodge. I found that just that was in the Bungle Bungles. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. just that was, that was it was quite rustic, wasn't it? Yeah, quite rustic, and I like the simplicity of it. Yeah. Um, Thank yeah. you. Okay. You're very welcome. Interesting perspective there, Carolyn. Um, who did, who else did you talk to? Spoke to Greg and Meredith. Now they were a couple from Cleveland near Brisbane. So I'm with Greg and Meredith. Now, guys, what drew you to the Kimberley? For me, having worked in the agricultural industry most of my life, I'd always wanted to get up and have a look at the Kimberley and what they'd done around the ord, you know, the cropping, and that just shows that with water what you can do with a lot of our country. Yeah. So I've been trying for years to get up here. We were actually booked on a different tour which failed. Yeah. And... Our agent pointed out Outback Spirit to us, and it's yeah, it's been fantastic. It's been great. Um, so, so a tour was the option, wasn't it? A, t- a tour was the option for me. I can drive a four-wheel drive, but the thought of driving one up here for weeks didn't appeal. Yeah. Had we done it ourselves, I doubt we'd have got to the Mitchell Plateau. Absolutely. And yeah. or some of the or some of those other you know, experiences that we had, you know, the, the glamping and that. So, 
uh, to me that was what it was all about was coming out and being in the Kimberley and experiencing and getting to the heart of the Kimberley getting to the heart of the Kimberley for me it was it was the Kimberley's always been this big thing that you know I wanted to try but I didn't have the money to buy the equipment to come up and do it yeah, yeah. so to have access to it has just been incredible hasn't it? Oh, it it's been amazing and I have friends that were doing the basically the Kimberley themselves a few weeks before us and yep. their photos were coming through and all it was doing was just firing us up saying oh, I can't wait I can't wait uh, I want to come and experience some yep. of these things and yeah and then getting out in it you know putting your feet in the, the red dirt being on a tour having a guide that points things out yes. like we'd have I'd have driven but I'd have driven past a lot of things that were pointed out to us Absolutely. and wouldn't have known what they were yeah so you need that sort of that connection that connection it? to the to the land to explain what it is the example would be uh, some of the Aboriginal rock art. Oh, we'd, yes. have, we'd have driven past the rocks without, or I had a quick look without actually knowing what it was. Yes. To be able to go in, walk around with a guide who was attached to the land. Yeah, it was his community, it, wasn't it? Was, it was his yeah, community. Al- it was Albert. his life, and he was showing us what it was all about. Yes. And I, to me, that was just a wonderful experience. Yeah, to have that explained is really special. It isn't is, it? very yeah. much so. Travel Rider Show on J-Air 88FM in Melbourne. Caroline Chesinski is speaking with travellers on her Northwest Kimberley experience. Meredith, you have an absolutely unique love of this country and something very special. Tell us about it. Oh, look, I have just been blown away by the Boab trees. You know, the whole experience has been phenomenal, but every single Boab is so different. They are. And some of them are in little groups and some are standalone and and they're they're almost expressive. They're almost telling a story just by being on the land. They are. they grow in such amazing places where you wouldn't expect something small to grow, let alone oh, a tree. We've seen them on the top of cliffs. Tops of cliffs. In the middle of the, the pastures. <coughs> Little crevices. Right on the roadsides. Yeah. Absolutely stunning. Now, there's a special story that goes with the Boabs, and this is the story come, is also repeated in South Africa, where the belief is that the Boab is a very vain kind of yes. tree. And because of its vanity, it was put upside down and stuck in the wrong way so that you've got these spindly-looking root, which are actually branches. Yeah. But, yeah, that's – and apparently the same – the same story exists in South Africa. Mm, it's really interesting, isn't it? Yes. That cross, cross-cultural, cross-continental yes. type feel. But yeah, and and just to see the size of them. Yes, they're massive. And you know, to see the one that they predict was fifteen hundred years old. Incredible. And not to be able to really accurately age them because they don't have growth rings. Yes. So you know, something totally different. But I would imagine they'd have been the most amazing land. Landmarks for people who were travelling through the country. Yes, uh, and it's definitely a unique part in oh. the top of top of WA. Yes, you know you've arrived when you see Boab trees. Don't yes, you? Yeah. and the other thing I've really enjoyed was actually being in the safari type camps That's away yes. away from major centres. We were really in the middle of nowhere, the bush, in the middle of nowhere, yeah. and yeah. it was a bliss to have no connection and no emails coming in and that's right yep and just and beautiful food oh the food has been food, stunning yes. phenomenal yeah. you know you're a long way from anywhere and yet the food that we ate was superb yeah the whole trip has been lovely particularly at um, Mitchell Falls where 
whilst it might have been semi-normal European food, they use bush food in with it, you know, like um, the pepperberry sauce and, yes, and, so, and yeah. Yeah, so some of these things. And just to have that little bit of taste of something different was yes. just a great experience. Thank yeah. you, guys. Thank you. Then you had a chat to a bloke called Andrew. So I'm with Andrew from Haywood in southwest Victoria. Andrew's here with his wife Loretta. She's off doing stuff. She's shopping. <laughs> shopping. <laughs> um, but Andrew, I wanted to ask you, what was your highlight of the trip? I know it's really hard to narrow it down to one thing. First highlight was with Mitchell Plateau when we got in there with our group and uh, we camped on cabins that opened into the bush with a creek flowing down the back, just the tranquility and the special the special place. We had a uh, water hole to swim in and the people were just absolutely fantastic, out of their way to make the experience even more special than what it was in the environment we were in. So. Yeah, it was, it was such a spectacular start to the trip. Mitchell Plateau Airport with a tin shed for an international airport, Mitchell Plateau International Airport with little tin tin shed and a and a, a long drop dunny out the back. That <laughs> <laughs> no, no, great. And then we got picked up by the bus that was not an ordinary bus. It's a big four wheel drive bus. It's spectacular. Handled the roads really well. Got taken to the uh, Nawadu. It was called. It was the Mitchell Plateau Outback Spirit Resort, and it was stunning. The the cabins just blended into the bush, didn't they? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely fantastic place to stay. It was just unbelievable. We didn't really expect, they said camp, glamping they called it, so we were expecting tents on the ground and then you get into these units, things that are really, really, really special. Yeah. 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 But the trip only got better from there as well. That was a stunning start. Um, I know Loretta's big wish was to get to the Bungle Bungles and she actually almost tears up when we talk about it. She just loves it so much. That was another highlight. But we've had highlights all along the way, haven't we? Yeah. The Bungle Bungles was fantastic. We were so so impressed with the first flight. We actually booked the second one and did a complete flighter over the whole the whole uh, thing with a, with a very good guy, Leon, a pilot, absolutely fantastic. Explained the Aboriginal significance of the different areas of the rocks and why they can't fly in certain areas and not allowed to land. But just to have the explanation of the whole area was fantastic. And then we did our walks into the gorge. What was the one? Uh, um, the two different gorges. That we-, we did Cathedral Gorge Good. first, yes. and there was a little domes walk off the side of that. Yeah, and then there was another one off the back. And then we did Emma Gorge. Having flown over it, and and then. We went in and, and walked it and then get, went back and flew over it again later in the day. It was just made a very, very special experience and my, my wife set it on her bucket list for 20 years. So she was over the moon with it, very, very impressed with that. But. Would you have ever got up here on your own if you hadn't booked a tour? Probably not. Not, and We wouldn't have experienced anything like we have with this because of the experience of the tours that, where, they, where they can take you and the things they can show you that you wouldn't even see yourself. Yeah. So that's, that makes it even more special. We had a fantastic group, the group that went with us, absolutely fantastic group, so it was a real special experience. So we don't need to be frightened of bus tours? No, definitely not. They're they're a good way to go if if you're comfortable in a little group environment. Very good, very good. Thank you very much. Oh, Andrew loved the tour. Loretta, his wife, was the lady who wanted to go to the Bungle Bungles. That was her bucket list. Right. Um, She was off shopping when I grabbed Andrew for a chat. And then finally, you did talk to the resident expert, and, and the good thing about these organised tours is that they have somebody on board, it's either a driver or it's someone else, 
who is full bottle on almost anything. But if he doesn't know, he'll make a phone call and probably come back to you with an answer the next day. Is that right? Oh, absolutely. The guide on this trip was Justin Rakiki. And what he didn't know probably isn't interesting. Um, he's just a font of knowledge on all sorts of things. And you're dead right. If he didn't know something, he was very honest. He said, I don't know. But the next day, he'd tell us. He'd find the answer. I'm with Justin Rakiki. Justin is our intrepid guide on our Jewels of the Kimberley tour with Outback Spirit. Justin, how, how long have you been guiding? Uh, for Outback Spirit, about 11 years, um, all up. I'm 48 now, and I started when I was about 22. So, so that, yeah, a couple of years off with COVID, but all up, yeah, it's quite some time. So that's a good indication of how much knowledge you have gathered over the years. I would hope, but I'm still learning, though. Yeah, it's still that's, learning more. That, isn't that the brilliant thing? We learn something every mm. day. Yeah, it's true. But you've been magical on this tour, and I know you, you, you're going red and you're all embarrassed about this, but I don't know if you quite realise, but everybody's been waxing lyrical about how great you are. <laughs> And you, you really are a font of knowledge. And the, it's obviously the time you spent here and your love for the country. For the land, yeah. yeah, And the people, the people that make the land. It's, it's a tough land. It was early pioneers, and but it's the people that have shaped it to what it is. And Absolutely. it's continually evolving. We're not there yet. So it's Absolutely. lots so, more work to do. So we joined you in the Mitchell Plateau. We did, flew yeah. in um, from Darwin. You, uh, yes, and you picked you us up in the bus. We did. No ordinary bus. No, no, it's a, it's a new one. It's um, They're an all-terrain sort of a vehicle. They seat 26, 26 guests and, and two crew, um, if need be. So toilets and all the rest in the back and hot water systems. And You make it sound... Glad you found it comfortable. Oh, it was it was magical. And I particularly like the bit where you mentioned the hot water's on, so when we stop, I'll make you a cup of tea. A cup of tea, coffee, <laughs> yeah, or latte or whatever. That yeah, happened okay. regularly on yeah. our on our stops. So you managed to take us through some pretty inhospitable country, and in particular, you took me. When we dropped people off at Drysdale, we did, yeah. I opted to stay on board with you. you. Thank, yeah. Thanks you. for letting me tag along. That's all right, no worries. Now, all up, we covered 2,600 and... Yeah, I believe so, yeah. I could go through the log, but yeah, it's, it's just, just a little bit over 2,600. Kilometres. All up, yeah, yeah. Now, we covered the Gibb River Road. You did, you covered the eastern part. Yes. The eastern part. Now, yep. I just want to tell everybody, this is quite a feat. So there's been a lot of tales of people losing bits and pieces off their and vehicles. Yes, yes, and, yes. and it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but there were, I think that's a lot thanks to your driving because... Oh, I think it's luck too. The road had been recently graded, so that helps. That eastern bit had been graded from the Durack um, back to um, Wyndham, the Kununurra area. So that, that helped a lot, so... It did help, but that also introduced more it does, problems, yeah, we overturned rocks and uh, more perhaps um, susceptible then to, to punctures and things like that. Yeah. So, it's a, yeah, it has its pros and cons with a gravel road and a graded road. Then when we went down to the Bungle Bungles, yes. there's that stretch from the highway down to the Savannah Lodge. How long's that? Uh, it's fifth, from the gate to the ranger station, it's 52 kilometres. That's about two hours. And then it's about another uh, maybe 13 kilometres from the from the ranger station, maybe 14 kilometres from the ranger station. To the lodge. To the lodge, yeah. So yeah. to go about 60 kilometres, two and a half hours. Yeah, it's you can yeah, imagine. It's about that. I reckon yeah. that stretch of road was rougher than the gib. It was, it was. It is, it's pretty average at the moment. They yeah. do grade it, but they, if they grade it, people go too quick and then it just turns... It turns back to the way it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now you think it's terrible, but we actually had a lot of fun. 
Did you, I heard a few laughs in yeah, the Yeah, we were, we were laughing, shake ratting, rolling around. Yeah. Glad we all wore sports bras, the girls were saying. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, uh, it was fun. It was good fun. And to see that kind of country. Now, I, I could not afford to buy a four-wheel drive and a camper trailer, off-road sure. camper trailer, yeah. to do it. So this made it accessible. accessible. Yeah. And this is what you're doing, isn't it? And yeah, yeah, for sure. For, for, uh, travellers, and also, even if it, uh, they do have a four-wheel drive, they often don't want to take their own. Um, Absolutely. And they just want to sit back and actually have a holiday. Yeah. That's a big part of it, where they don't have to think, they don't have to... Raise an island, they just have to, you know, just choose choose a beverage at the end of the night. That's their hardest decision. We got delivered to some pretty magical places. We did did some great hikes. Yeah. We swam in some pretty incredible places. Cool, cool waterfalls. Yeah, the Mitchell River, the the creek at the back of Nawadu. Creek, yeah. That was amazing. Emma Gorge. We've been on cruises, we've flown, we've done helicopter rides without Without doors. doors. Um, And you've got us all there. Yeah. And now we're in Broome, and I can hear a plane flying That's overhead. A yeah, um, there we go. I've, I've <coughs> finished the tour now. We're all a bit yeah. sad. We're going home. Last one. Where's yeah. your next one? Down to Perth, Pilbara now. Pilbara? Yeah, yeah we, uh, I'm the first, first cab off the rank for the Pilbara. Um, so I leave Broome, and a lot of us now, about five crew, will leave Broome in due course, and then I'll head down to Perth. So, just in overall summation of your of your trip was this sort of one of your best ventures into the uh, into the outback of australia would you say oh absolutely it, it's the kimberley's always been you know high up on my bucket list and i did do the kimberley with my husband rick in our motorhome but um, we skirted the kimberley because we couldn't get off the sealed roads so this made the inaccessible very doable if you like it just made it made me realize that you don't have to buy the whole kit and caboodle you know four-wheel drive and off-road camper you can do a bus tour and I know a lot of people you know go oh a bus tour but this is not your ordinary bus tour this is a bus tour on steroids it's just it's an adventure and it's a soft adventure you can make it as rough as you like or it's just luxurious this one right and it's it's, uh, it's a five a five star um, trip would you say absolutely and it, right. was, it was just quite unbelievable right up there with an adventure but it was luxurious well it sounds you've made me my mouth water now uh, they haven't even mentioned food <laughs> so <laughs> it's i've i love the kimberley too and i've been very fortunate to have been taken there on a number of occasions just being there there's something about the red dirt the ghost gums, the the other colours that appear at sunrise and sunset. It is it's beautiful. You're right. The colours are spectacular. This so, the blues are so blue, and when you match that against the the ochre cliffs and the red dirt and the greens of the bush, and then you have sparks of colour in these wildflowers like the capox and the Kimberley rose, and then you get across to the coast and you add the skies and the turquoise sea. It's really stunning country. That was Carolyn Tuszynski reporting on her Kimberley experience with Outback Spirit, which is now part of Journey Beyond. For more information, go to outbackspirittours.com.au.